1559 probably presents the rest of the roundtables, the world, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and we'll just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stuart Pro. It's Miller. Uh, uh, well, wrestling was kind of blah this week. Huh. Starting with Raw. Yeah, I mean, that oh. seems to be the theme with Raw. Was it blah? Unfortunately. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hotel Transmania on the ass. <laughs> hey, no, like literally, I put it on because you know I won't watch it live. And I said, "Holy shit, this looks like I'm just gonna have to fast forward through this whole fucking thing." I'm not gonna make it. No. And I didn't make it. I wasn't gonna make it. But I did find something on there. For the show purposes, I was I would say that you found something that was, Sh- yeah, that was on there. But we'll get to that when we get to that. I was gonna say, do you have a match to watch for today? Uh, hmm. I'm I'm, I'm having. Hold on, to- before you even get there. Oh yeah, shout out to Starbucks and his um brown sugar oat milk. Uh, man, I'm telling you, look, shit tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. Like I can't even just regularly drink it. Like I'll take sips of it. Nah, I drink that shit like it's a, a cold glass of milk. I don't know why. Just, yeah, just you know what? It. You're good at the Starbucks thing. You know why? Because I still am in- intimidated, and y'all can judge me if you want to. I don't really order from Starbucks. First of all, I don't. I'm I'm a little lactose intolerant, y'all, so I don't really fool with it. But I'm, a, I'm intimidated to order. This man stops before wrestling shows sometimes, and I still ask him, like a little kid, will you order for me? Because I don't get the sizes still. I don't. <laughs> and what am I ordering? A cut, the thing that's like the, the one from McDonald's. That's, I mean, it's like, same you want thing the caramel macchiato that's... double twist. I'd be like, yeah, that thing. That's the thing twist. I want. Yeah, I don't yeah, be yeah. knowing, like, what the <laughs> f- too many names and rules. Like, hey, shout out to anybody who's a barista that listens to this, because I'd be frustrated and I quit. I'd be like, no. There's too many rules and things people saying that I got to remember and how they want it. And then if I mess it up, I could get attacked. I ain't dealing with it. Oh, yeah, because you fuck up somebody's Starbucks order. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, Don't do all that, bro. Not over your Starbucks, bro. Yo, look. If I don't get my Starbucks at least once a week, yo, I get to acting like a little bitch. Nope. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Nah, for real, because something's wrong. <laughs> Something must be going on. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need my shit, yo. What the fuck is going on? 
Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Don't get between a man and his Starbucks. Hell yeah, I get all emotional about the shit. Like, yo, I need my coffee, yo. <laughs> Raging on people. On? Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't do the dishes? <laughs> yeah. You might want to stay out the way, yo. My Uber Eats dad some Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. My, okay. My uh, my match to watch for. The reason why I was debating is I am going to go with um, Roman Reigns and versus Cesaro. From WrestleMania Backlash, to me that that match was awesome. It displayed Cesaro. That shit um, was fucking good. I feel like even though Cesaro lost by submission, and usually that kind of puts you in a I don't want to say uh, was the way they negative the situation. Story. It's the way they told a story that made me feel like he lost, but he didn't lose. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, it's, there was a lot of spots during the match that displayed Cesaro's. You got to give Roman Reigns credit. And I think it's something that we always say. He can wrestle. It's what they let him do. And it's the character he is. that Because he was always in a babyface position to where it was boring. We knew he'd get beat up a little bit. And, you know, he'd have the John Cena come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're seeing a different side of him where he's going against somebody. And he literally has a strategy to beat Cesaro. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what makes him the head of the table. And that's what we're seeing. It's not just the hero that overcomes all adversity with Roman Reigns anymore. And it was dope, too, how he told uh, Jay, he said, I don't need your ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, this is where we see the depth in the character and the character building. I feel like it should be a trickle-down effect to show what you can do with other people. But for whatever reason, it's not the case. But Mm -hmm. this match, yes, definitely I will give it props as being, like, yeah, the match to watch is one of the match of your candidates, in my opinion, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Backlash was, it was pretty fucking good, as far as the wrestling goes. Yeah. Because even the triple threat match between Braun, um, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley, that was pretty fucking good, too. Yeah, I agree. That was a good-ass fucking match. Fucking Braun doing flips off the top and shit. They catching them. I'm like, yo, yeah, they way too. Like, I was very shocked by that. The yeah. only thing that I didn't like was the predictability of it. Like, we kind of all knew what was gonna happen. Um, yeah. Not that I didn't feel like Cesaro was gonna win or anything. Like, I knew Roman Reigns 90% was winning that match. But with that match, it was like we've seen all three of them go against each other so many times, but we never saw what they do in the mm-hmm. ring. So that was cool to see Braun kind of get to show his athleticism. Yeah. I like that. Let him out the cage. Yeah. All right. News and rumors? Uh, Yeah, to start, um, we didn't get to talk about it last week, so we'll talk about it now. New Jack, um, or Jerome Young, as a lot of people may, uh, or well, no, the other way around. Jerome Young, a.k.a. New Jack, as a lot of people may know him, uh, passed away last week from a heart attack. Um, it was kind of sudden. Um, me and you as big fans of ECW growing up, I mean, New Jack to me was a highlight of a sh- of the show for me a lot of times. Yeah, he would come in with the. I mean, <laughs> I, I know all the backstory and all that, but if we take away that and we just look at it from a, a perspective of like when we were kids, were we entertained? Yeah, New Jack for me was like one of the highlights of the show. I was a Sabu Mark, but at the same time, and I was a Taz Mark. Yeah. I remember New Jack being, and for me, one of the biggest things was New Jack, seeing New Jack's face in the beginning of the original intro of ECW. I don't know if you remember when they had the Rob Zombie song. Uh, 
I can't remember what it's called, but 1960, that might be the name of the song. But that was their int- that was the intro video before, mm-hmm. and it would spell out extreme. And yeah. I think the X was just New Jack's face covered in blood, and I was like, I remember being like 12, like what the fuck am I watching? And literally, swear to channel God, channel 18, channel, yes, channel 18, 10 Some p.m. Fucking obscure fucking channel. It was bro. like W. YX something and they would have weird wrestling on at certain times too because that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Remember NWA Wildside used to come on. That's yeah. how I first ever saw AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And then they had one weird promotion. Swear to God. Look it up. It was called Global Wrestling Federation. They had rounds. Mm-hmm. It was like round one, two, three. It didn't last long. But so I'll tell I you what got me watching for, ECW. Oh, come on. And watch Kimono Wanalea <laughs> dance atop the ECW arena. Oh my god! <laughs> and I got that take when she literally just danced on the top of the <laughs> false advertisement. Want my money back? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But um, well, the first match I saw when I first ever saw New J- New Japan, ever saw ECW, was the Headhunters in the ring, and then all of a sudden this garbage can comes flying in the ring. And these guys coming out to Natural Born Killer. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then there was Nintendos and hockey sticks and stop signs. And, and I was like, what in the world? And you got to imagine for a 12-year-old kid with ADD, I was like in heaven, like losing my mind. I almost woke my dad up. like, And, and then to finish the match, he just dove off the top rope and hit him with a chair. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I think I sat there and I was like, man, you ever watch this shit? Like, come on. Like, this fucking crazy-ass channel. I was like... He was like, man, I gotta... I'm gonna have to look out for that. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Crazy. And then next thing you know, every week I got... I still have my VHS. Record every single episode. Go on the pay-per-views. All that. It's just, yeah. Dude, I remember because... Watching that shit... And see, look... And then I used to get up so early in the morning. That's how I discovered Dragon Ball. It's a Dragon Ball Z and all that shit. Because it came on some obscure channel. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, this shit is actually fucking good. Then it used to piss me off because Dragon Ball would get to a certain point and then start all the way to right. the beginning. Before it can get you to the yeah, before it gets you all the way to the end of that si- that that uh of that manga. I was just like, yo, why the fuck do we have to do this though? Like, just take me through. Gotta start all the way over to the beginning. It's all about rights. Yeah, she used to kill me. Rights and distribution. Yeah, ECW, New Jack. But um, one of the good things that um, out of all of the calamity and chaos and what have you, one of the good things that came out of it, um, I think there was a story out that he had kind of a rift with his um son who was um uh is transgender. And his son came out, I believe, a couple of weeks, or not a couple of weeks ago, obviously not a couple of weeks ago, a couple so days ago. So is it a daughter, then she became transgender, or was it a son who became transgender? I believe it's his son who became transgender. Okay. So she said that they reconciled, um, or, well, she actually talked to her uh, New Jack's mom, or mom, jeez, New Jack's wife. And she said that he actually watched some of her performances and was proud of her. And they were planning on talking further that they kind of reconciled, but not further. And mm-hmm. she kind of put the blame on herself. And people kind of came back and said, no, it was great that you, you know, both were able to at least come to 
you know, an agreement and understanding of each other and reconcile that way and though you didn't get to do the full thing, you know, it's good to know that he cared and was willing to change and all that good stuff. And, you know, a lot of people will say negative things about New Jack, but at the end of the day, one thing I noticed is that the people, people who were his friends yeah, yeah. all say the same thing about him is that he, if he was your friend, he was your friend. Like, he was your guy. Mm-hmm. And so, that's something to be said definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. Nah, because I'm pretty sure he took it hard. Some people take it hard. They take it to heart. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm not one of those. No, I wouldn't. But some people. I don't care. Yeah, some people take that shit to heart. Especially if it's a son. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they feel like, yo. Did fail? Like, nah, man. Like, you supposed to. You supposed to carry on my bloodline. (laughs) My my dad always told me. He he, he said he, he would feel like he failed if I was faking the funk being somebody I'm not. And that was just had to do with like school stuff. I can't even remember what it was about, but that was one thing he always told me. It was like I would rather you be, if you feel like you can't come to me and talk to me and be one hundred, then there's something I did wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, that's deep. So that's kind of how I always, you know, try to parent. But anyway, on a brighter note, New Japan is back. They're gonna continue the road shows leading into the Grand Slam shows. However, not to loom a black cloud over it, Will Osprey, due to a neck injury that he sustained. In his defense against Shingo, um, had to relinquish or vacate the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Therefore, there's going to be a decision made in the next couple of days on who and how they're going to decide the winner. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, they said that Will Ospreay actually flew back to um, England, which isn't uncommon because as being a citizen of the, in the UK <clears throat> and then having family there, if he has neck surgery, he's going to need people... Um, B. Presley, who's his fiance, is living there. So, who to kind of segue into the next um, is possibly, I believe, it's like ninety percent going to sign with NXT UK. So that'll be kind of cool. I know a lot of people were wondering what would happen after she wasn't with AEW anymore, and here you go. Yeah, I like NXT UK. To me, it doesn't feel like NXT. I almost feel like it's it WWE different. UK. Like, uh, the best people in Europe, per se. And Walter, in a recent interview, made a point that he, you know, his intention is he doesn't want to be in um, the WWE on the main roster. His main focus is he wants to build the European scene. Mm -hmm. And he thought the best route to go with that was to be with WWE, uh, WWE UK. I'm doing it myself, NXT UK. I would like to see him on the Royal Rumble, though. Yeah, I don't think he he will shy away from those type of things, but I think a full on run, I think he mm-hmm. he's dead set. He's not what he wants to do. Yeah. Although I would like to see him with the Universal or WWE title too. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Although Even I, if it's just a one off run. Yeah. I mean, they could do that. Well, it's up to him because yeah. he's gonna have to conform to their what they want, and it sounds like what's working for him is how NXT UK runs and being mm-hmm. there. Because, you know, when he does show up in NXT, it's here and there, which I have absolutely no problem with. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll show up. I, I believe they take two episodes, yeah. like, ahead. So he shows up for that week or month or mm-hmm. two weeks and then goes back home. And I think that's what he likes. He's not trying to be a U.S. citizen, not concerned yeah. with that. Don't blame him at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Moose. There were reports Moose. originally that um, he re-signed with Impact. He came out and said that's false. So, 
I guess he's still a free agent. I don't know. It could be kayfabe. We don't know. We'll see. He does have that match going against Kenny Omega, which I definitely will be ordering that pay-per-view, no doubt, because I need to see this match. Because a Moose in his prime against a Kenny Omega. Like, Moose right now is, is yeah, he's legit. Yeah, so like if he's Moose. still available and oh, can go to NXT, I could see him there, but my only problem is Logjam. Same thing I will say with AEW having him, is Logjam, because he deserves to be in that role. Yeah, because AEW is going to eventually have to get a second show. Well, we are. I was gonna end it with that, talking about that, but. But before you get to that, yeah, we got two other rumors that's that's coming. I'm surprised you's gonna skip out on this, because for those who are Cena fans, get ready to rejoice. They're in conversation. WWE is in conversation with John Cena. To possibly have him appear on the January, July, I mean, July 16th show of Friday Night Smackdown. Oh. So, that's happening. And the Million Dollar Belt is set to reappear with Cameron Grimes. And obviously, Teddy DiBiase. That'll be interesting. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. I like it. I like like their interactions together. It is kind of funny. Even though uh, Ted DiBiase is like in court right now for stuff, you gotta get that payday. But mm-hmm. it's like money laundering or something. Oh, really? Yeah, money money laundering with like welfare and Wick involved. Isn't that what Brett Favre and got fucking like million dollars or some shit <laughs> of like like one point five million or some shit and like refuses to pay it back? Yeah, yeah, something. With uh, oh assistant, government assistance. Jesus, yeah. I can't do that. Brett Favre, I said. How can you? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to even touch that. Yeah. That seems a little, uh, yeah. Um, oh, man, it totally threw me off my... Oh, yeah, duh. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, man. See what you did. Um, I had it and now it's all gone. Uh, one thing I was going to talk about is, uh, uh, too, is uh, Paul Heyman's laying that groundwork for that uh, that Rock Roman Reigns WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Just telling you now. Yeah, he was paid one point one million in welfare money. Wow, that's not okay. Don't do that. Oh, so he did pay some of it back. He paid five hundred thousand dollars back. Hmm. Interesting. He was paid welfare money for speeches he never gave. What? So now can you not... But then there was another article said that he never repaid that money back. Who knows? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Moving on. I think think that's my news and rumors. That's all I got. Uh, Wow. No, because we were just talking about... You was about to say something. Yeah. It was, and it's all gone. Because we talked about... We were talking about AEW. Uh, yeah. We were talking about second show. Oh, duh. So, I thought I thought we talked about this last week, but I could be wrong. Um, AEW, starting in 2022, is going to be moving over to TBS. They got an eight-figure payment to do that. I think TBS is a better 
situation anyway because part of the, the deal is not being interrupted by NHL, which is now going to be on TNT. So they would have had to deal with the NBA season and the NHL season. Dynamite would have been on all kinds of days. This gives them a, a day. It's set. This is when you're on. Mm-hmm. I like that way better. Because yeah, yeah. I hated when TNT would interrupt Nitro back when we were younger. I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm mm-hmm. like, no, man. Put that shit on TBS then. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so with that, also with that eight-figure deal that they got to move over to TBS in 2022, they're also in October of this year are going to be starting a one-hour show that airs on Fridays after um, Smackdown. Smackdown called Rampage. And it's not going to be like a B-show. It's going to be... He doesn't want it to be like a... Oh, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and it's said that the late slot is for a reason. So that could be cool if they kind of do some kind of... I don't want to say alternative, but that's that adult swim area. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of muck it up. Yeah, because it'll, it'll come on at 9. From 9 to 10. Okay. Yeah. You know, kind of mix yeah. it in this bar time. Mm-hmm. I get the audience you're trying to get to. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It makes sense. And it's on a Friday. It's on a, It'll be on TNT. That's the only thing about it. So, I think TBS would be more accessible. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. So, yeah, that's the deal. But an eight-figure payment. I, I Some people were like, oh, it's a drop down by them going to TBS. How? When you're not going to be interrupted. You run that fucking channel. What's on TBS? I watch TBS, so I know y'all don't watch TBS. Because all I ever watch is fucking Big Bang Theory and, <laughs> and yeah. the Practical Jokers. <laughs> well, and Practical Jokers come on, yeah. True TV, True but TV, it does yeah. come on TBS as well, so I look at that. Yeah, yeah. Early in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, depending on the block. Because it's syndicated now. Yes, it is syndicated. I love that show. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I know you can't. It was good at first, though. I know you're gonna, but I think it's just here you go. It has a it has a limit, yeah. I know it does. Because at some point, people know you. (laughs) That's true, and it's funny when they know him too. Because I be yeah, (laughs) but um, but we have this argument about ridiculousness. You don't like Uh, that? I just don't. Yeah, that that but that's just dumb. (sighs) Yeah, it is. You laughing at people getting hurt? That's fucked up, yo. And that's dumb (laughs) shit. (laughs) Like I just can't do that. I can't because this is coming from the guy who fucking ghost rode me on a fucking handlebars of a bike. <laughs> He's trying to tell me. Like, <laughs> but I did it. That's what I asked him. He said I wanted to see what would happen. He didn't even have a good fucking reason. So I ain't trying to hear that shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's invalid. Your argument is but no. I didn't good. laugh at it. You did ride me all the way home half ass broken. I didn't know how you did that shit. <laughs> it's probably hanging on the side just drop his body off like it's the ER I was in the shooting and shit right off right off <laughs> I mean some would say I actually helped you out <laughs> you can't cause the problem and then oh, I mean you mind. probably stroke better I should be rewarded what? for that this is the logic behind that is so hey I corrected your hip oh my god <laughs> what did you do what? I corrected your hip this is kind of the, um, the ugly uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't even say it right. <laughs> the Rosin Adler. See? Yeah. Oh, man. Life yeah. is hard. I would say I helped you out. I mean, sure. Shit. But, I mean, you can look at it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Interpretation is all, you know, it's up in the air. Yeah. 
It's all perspective. Right. Shit. Anyway. Um So let's get right to the meat of the podcast. What was your raw for the week, sir? My raw for the week um is actually gonna go to um I really like this SmackDown episode. I wanna give it to the whole SmackDown episode. I know the ratings went down. But the reason why I like the SmackDown episode is I like how they debuted Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. And I like how it was open ended but shocking and you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like it gives something valid for Big E to do and still build him up to that, that point where um I think he'll be an eventual challenger and that viable challenger to um Roman Reigns. And also could establish Alistair Black too. Uh, but I like how they closed the show with a four, with the four away. That was the last match, right? I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the last match. Cool. I wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. Yeah. So that was cool that they would close it that way with the Intercontinental title, kind of showcasing it because that's something we complain about a lot. So I feel like when they do do something right, got to give them props. Yeah. Um, it's not a one-man show all around Roman Reigns, even though that's the focal point. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of dope to me. Um I just thought it was a well well done show. It can't always be about ratings. And like I said, I know the ratings drop, but I don't think that's an indication of how good the show was. It's playoff time, and weren't there some NBA games? Yeah. My Raw was actually Bianca Belair mm. versus Bailey at back WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, okay. Yeah. This match was fucking good. Yeah. It was really good. The back and forth. Because Bianca just didn't dominate. Bailey just didn't dominate and cheat to win. They actually sold us a whole story. And Bianca won just like I thought she would have won in a roll up. Because you have to set this up for another match. You got to give her the cheap win. So then when she actually does beat Bailey, it actually means something. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to this feud. I'm glad in in the fashion that she won. I'm glad that, that they pulled that off too. She used their hair to help pin Bailey, but Bailey tried to use her hair to actually hurt her. Um to use it towards her advantage, obviously. And Bianca Belair was able to use it to hers, and they had a great match, and, and, and I'm looking forward to this feud continuing. So that was my raw. Your bad, sir. So my bad, because it wasn't anything that I necessarily disliked from uh, Dynamite, or that I necessarily disliked John Moxley. And Eddie Kingston um, challenging the Young Bucks. I just feel like they should have started this. If, the emphasis a lot is on the the rankings, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that John Moxley and Eddie Kingston were building up wins on Dark and ele- Elevation, but I feel like within the storyline, considering some of the things that they did to get to this point, mm-hmm. some of that was fluff. Where if this was the plan all along to get to double or nothing and have Mox and Kingston, which I love their names, Wild Thing. I love that because it goes with the song. Mm-hmm. So anyway, anyway, um, going against the Young Bucks, which I'm really looking forward to that match. I feel like there should have been more 
a more of a climb within the story for Mox and Kingston. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because it feels like, yeah, they beat the acclaimed, but they did all this happened so quick just to get them to that spot. So it's like, yeah, you did that. Like you did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to hot tag this too. Okay, cool. Um, here's my biggest problem with it because this is WWE esque. Okay. That's my biggest issue with it. Because first off, and me and you argued this, right? Because mm-hmm. I said NXT got the best tag team division. You said that no AEW does. And then you do something like this. This is what WWE constantly does, mm-hmm. right? For their main roster, at least. Mm-hmm. You have these tag teams, and then they all of a sudden they put some, some people together that... Normally, are singles competitors, and now you're a tag team, and then we're going to elevate you and push you into this title contention, and you're probably going to win the titles. I don't think they're going to win them, though. No, they're probably not. But maybe I could be wrong, and this is why it's not in right. my ugly. Right, right, that's what I'm and saying. And this is in my back. Because it's entertaining. Because they stole their fucking shoes. That shit was amazing when he stole the J's, dog. I think it's more than that, though. I think it's. Uh, I think is to build the storyline that's been going on in, in the first place. Right, yeah. They yeah. have an issue with pretty much the elite. Yeah. Yep. They have an issue with them. And now they're going to try to take these tag titles off of uh, the Young Bucks. Like, to me, this is more something... So I can see it both ways, but it's still... Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things. Let me see how this unfolds to figure out if I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, but it's so close. Because I have no yeah. doubt that they're going to put on a great match. Exactly. And everything. So, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. But it's still... Did, did you hear uh, Caster's no. uh, rap before the listening? Before the match? Mm-mm. Oh, man. He was like, check my DMs. Your wife's hitting me up for some oral sessions. Because, you know, that's the name of her. What's the name? <laughs> so that was the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And you can see Mark's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Funny. And the kids laughed. And he, I'm sure before the match, they told him, like, here's yeah, what yeah, I'm going to yeah, yeah. But man, that elbow that he gave Anthony Bowe. And the worst part was, he wasn't even one who wrapped the line. It wasn't even yeah. me. It was this dude. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dog. Yeah. Bro, just look it up. The elbow that John Moxley, like, threw. I was like, hey, check him, dog. <laughs> and then it looked like they went strong style on him and just beat the shit out from the beginning yeah, yeah. minutes of that match. I was like, yo. And I, I hate that, that their claim would lose just because they're so good. Oh, man. They're gonna be, but you know Tony's going to take care of them because yeah, they're yeah. so good. Yeah. And he looks at those stats and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody tunes in. Like, on Dark, he gives them a whole thing to do. Like a, They do like a music video every like other episode yeah. for whoever the opponent is. Yeah. They did one on Mox and Kingston that was like a diss video. It was really good. I really like the acclaim. Yeah. Me too. I told you that. Oh, Tony's gonna I, give wanted, them the I money. wanted them to win the Fatal 4 way They're going to get this money. Well, out of the belts yeah, yeah. eventually. It's happening. Yeah. It was getting there. And Max is going to be like Oh, especially guy. because those be, those guys being a focal point of holding your, your tag titles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people are ready for that. Yeah. That was the one thing for this match I think that mm-hmm. did too. Was kind of giving them that rub, like, okay, these dudes could kind of hang. Yeah, they got that ass whooping, still hung in there. Mm-hmm. The claim is for real. One of these days coming up soon, them belts. 
Yeah, they're going to have it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my ugly. This goes back to what I said. I actually seen something on Raw that is going to make the show. And that is, I don't care what kind of match. I don't care how good the match. I do not want to see Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre again. I just don't. I don't want to see it right now. This should come later on. This is very reminiscent of when we constantly got Randy Orton versus John Cena. Yeah. Although matches were good. And maybe, you know, when both careers are over with, well, I was just we're going to sit there and say, and go, Oh, that was a really good one that they had on there. Yeah, yeah. Didn't give it a chance, but that's because I saw it 45 fucking times. Yeah. I saw it for free. I saw it on pay per view. I saw it for half off. I saw it for every mm-hmm. fucking way I could see this goddamn match. Yes. <laughs> and I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, no. I just don't. I don't want to see it again. Drew McIntyre. Lost. Start at the bottom. He lost. Why do you keep being able to come out and challenge for a belt that you lost not once, not twice? Well, you lost it once yeah. to Bobby Lashley, but you lost okay. to him not once, not twice, but three times. Wait, is it four? It no, might be four. It might be four. Who the fuck? I don't fucking know no more. Yeah, that's true. But I don't. I don't want to sit here and keep counting either. That's, that's like the early pandemic rounds where we kept getting, like, some way the new day versus Umberto, not Umberto, but uh, Garza and uh, almost. Yeah. And we were like, bro, I I don't need to see Andrade and them against each other again this week. Like, not again. No. Every freaking week, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, because I think that's what's not drawing me to the whole U.S. title thing. Mm. Because I'm like, fuck, Umberto again. He's never going to take this title off of Sheamus. You're not making it believable. I believe no. Ricochet more than any. Yeah, and that match was trash. And that wasn't good. He should be re- he shouldn't have wrestled in regular tight or pants and shit. That was weird. I don't have a problem with that as much as I have a But I feel like it restricts his style. Because I could tell he couldn't do... It, it didn't feel fluid. It yeah, never yeah. got going. But he's always wrestled in long pants. No, but he didn't have tights on. Didn't he have on Sheamus's stuff? Am I tripping? Yeah, Am I thinking yeah. of something different? Ohio. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. Maybe I misremember that shit. Misremember? Yeah. But either way it goes... Yeah. Ricochet versus Sheamus came out of fucking nowhere. And maybe it's just because Humberto got hurt. I don't know. Um, we didn't have that in the news of rumors, so I don't know if he was really hurt or they just didn't have him. It was like a show. scare. And they're just resting him. He's not, like, seriously injured, but it was it hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he sprained it. Yeah, yeah. You know how sprains go, too. Sometimes they're worse, like, healing-wise. Than yeah, yeah, they take a while sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I just... I can't do a Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley again. Um, I've had enough of it. And and I think the biggest reason why is not just because of the fact that I want to see them move on and, and build new challengers. Because matter of fact, in this whole time, 
They should have actually built a new challenger. Somebody should have been getting wins, yeah. Yeah. Um, not, yeah, yeah, somebody. They should have been able to build new challengers, sort of like how WWE, um, just like they did on SmackDown. They built Cesaro up to yeah, be the new challenger. Like, so that didn't come out of nowhere when he finally went against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And that's what they should have been doing on Raw. Right. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. These are the things that you just have to do for us to believe. Cesaro doesn't have to end up beating Roman Reigns. But you built him up to the point where, man, now he got these two feuds going on at once. Mm -hmm. Because he beat Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins like, hold on. Fuck that shit. Don't think you're done with me. Just yet. It ain't over. Because I need... I need more... I, it's sort of like when a motherfucker hit you. Nah, I need to give my hit back. I gotta get my lick back. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get my lick back. And he like, yo, nah. Nah, bro. This ain't over. It's almost like wins are, and losses matter in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. And, uh... Without having to say it. Because yeah. it's like I lost and I gotta get this... I need my pride. It's my pride. Yeah. And then they built Cesaro up strong as shit. I mean, he took on the whole bloodline and whooped their ass. And got out the ring. And then beat their ass the week before. Or the weekend. Oh, yeah. But that's what they have to do with more than just Cesaro. Whoever is riding on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. If you can do double duty. We appreciate it on Mondays. I promise we would. Shit. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Because. But. Going back to it though. Drew McIntyre is so stale right now. That I can't. Do it. Let's reinvent him. Let's do something else with him. Let him start from the bottom. Build his way back up. But this is why I mean like... I wouldn't even mind if they would have restarted the feud with uh, Sheamus. And then he takes the US title off of him. This is where like... I feel like on the underlying... On the surface... On the surface... Underlying you have to have somebody you're building up. Because this is a perfect example of... Things that would happen, I think, in like WCW and ECW where there'd be that kind of either the heel or mm-hmm. somebody on the come up and there'd be a reason for him to get in a program with Drew McIntyre to occupy his time. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that a lot of times anymore. They don't have a person or at least a believable person that should be like, oh, this is interesting. You know what I mean? Like when Sting, I, I, one of the things I remember is Sting wasn't challenging for the world championship at one time in WCW. At the time, he's my favorite. Mm-hmm. He was preoccupied with Jake Roberts, who I, he wasn't in the title picture, but I felt like he could maybe win the belt one day. Yeah. But they had to spin the wheel, make the deal, all that shit going on. And Sting was legit preoccupied with a few that mattered. And it yeah. took my mind off the fact he had the world. So like, I got to deal with this dude trying to beat my ass. He got a doula the butcher trying to fucking kill me. Yeah, shit yeah, crazy. Yeah. I got shit going on. I don't have time for the world title. Yeah. Right now, Drew McIntyre is just kind of out there. Like, I'm, I'm mad. I want my belt back. All right. And then that's it. So you're like, I don't give a shit. And the thing is, is like, <laughs> and here's my problem with it. It'd be different if he didn't legitimately lose. He legitimately lost. Right. Clean in every match. That 
is why I'm just like, no, we have to move on. But and even have, if that didn't happen, right. I still would say we got to move on move because on. because Drew McIntyre is so stale You've right had now. Had your chance, yeah. It's time. Yeah. But, but that's that other issue we talked about with breaking up the um the hurt business. Yeah. Had they been more involved, we'd have some kind of babyface sympathy, I think, for Drew McIntyre. Like we'd be like, well, at least. He, he lost, but fuck, man. Shelton Benjamin was all in the mix the whole goddamn match. Because that's how we feel about Ibushi against uh, mm-hmm. Will Ospreay. We're like, man, yeah, Will Ospreay won. You know what I mean? He won the belt from and Ibushi. And where the but fuck is Mason T-Bar in this whole thing? Like, they were kind of in the mix, and now they're involved with the Raider, the Viking Raiders and some shit, so they're not part of this. I don't know. It's annoying. Because remember we said, you got to do something. But my point was... Yeah. In the in when Will Osprey beat Kota Ibushi, the deciding fall wasn't because his faction, the United Empire, jumped mm-hmm. in, but they were involved in the match. So you remember that you go, damn, Ibushi just couldn't overcome all that shit. Yeah. You feel bad, but you're still attached. But he's got some other shit to handle mm-hmm. before he can get to the world title, right? Yeah. Same thing. All you gotta do is the little things. But that's how you know wrestling. Dude is not writing these shows. Can't be. I, I, I mean, it's believe. the same thing with John Moxley, right? Like the AEW World Title is secondary to his actual beef with with Kenny Omega. Right, like right now, he's yeah. like, this shit is personal. I want to yeah. fuck you up in this whole elite thing, and yeah. then I'll get back to this belt. He even said it. Like I'll get back to this belt until until I can get rid of you. This belt, I can't. Yeah, I'm never yeah. gonna get it. You're the problem. Yeah. And so you're like, damn. All right. And he's so focused on that. And you know that's going to be a point, but you can relate because you're like, man, he's so mad. He's not even seeing the goal anymore. I've been or there before. Cody Rhodes, what they doing with him. Dude, his focus have not ever been on the damn AEW title. But it can't be, though, because remember he lost Well, it has match. at one point, but yeah. Remember he lost the match yeah. to, and they stick to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever, but his focus isn't on the t- TNT title. Mm-hmm. Because now he's got Anthony Agogo burying him under flags and they got that thing going on. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody occupied with some actual shit. So you're not like, man, where's Cody? Like, I wonder why he doesn't care about the TNT title. Should I? Yeah. Hmm. You know why he doesn't care. Because he got this he got asshole fucking, over here. He got a problem. He got, a, he got this dude who turned on him who's supposed to be his dog. Turned yeah. on him. Took his recruits. Mm-hmm. They jumping them every match, beating up my brother and shit. This is bullshit, man. Fuck that TNT title. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, beat their ass. Yeah, yeah. We got a problem over here. We can over relate here. to this. Yeah. It's the little things. Yeah. But when you do, you leave Drew McIntyre. Doesn't have to be a dry. title. Doesn't have to be. A, but that's what makes you care about the wrestlers. Yes. And I think WWE, first off, does a good job at shitting on their titles. But they do an even better job of just making the title the focal point too. At the same time, yeah. Like, Sometimes, like, like you, you shit, be, on, like, you shit on it, but you still make it the focal point. I think you have to make it about the title, but because the man is about the title. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when that, when we identify with a champion like Ric Flair, yeah, we identify with him because he's like, "Yo, I'm the man," because I got this belt. That's what makes me the man. And then we attach to that. So when he loses the belt, we like. Some of us who like him, we're like, he's still the man. And when we're supposed to hate him, we're like, see, you ain't the man. You don't got that belt. So then he's like, I got to get this belt back. Yeah. Like, prove it around the man. I know I am, but they don't. I want my fucking belt. And then the people who are on his side are like, he's the man. And he's going to prove it because he's going to get the belt. That's how you yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. But when nobody gives a shit, then we wonder why we give a shit and we don't. And we're like, I don't know. And Drew's like, I want the belt kind of again, but I don't really have anything to do right now. So... Yeah. 
I got a sword that I throw on the ground and hey new day call me big D and it's just like oh, yeah. what the fuck is going on with this dude right <laughs> yeah just, I, I don't understand. get it because There's no plan afterwards but here's because here's the thing and this is where sometimes I'm just like oh when it, especially when it comes to raw your your whole thing your only job is to make me want to care right because that's the whole point of wrestling in the first place, right? Because we all get it. It's fake. You know what I mean? It's real fake. Predetermined. You know, predetermined outcomes and stuff. So it's real, but it's predetermined. We say that. Um, so your whole job is to make me care about shit. Make me care about the matches that are going on. Make me care about the storyline that's going on. And if you can't get me to invest in that, that's why you're fucking up. And that's why week after week, it's a mainstay of whatever happened. It ain't because I'm picking on you motherfuckers. Because I'm not. It's what you're doing. Because look, before we even started this, what did we say? We said WrestleMania Backlash was fucking good. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good pay-per-view. The wrestling was there. Yeah, the wrestling was there. Mm-hmm. Except... The zombie match, bro. That shit was just yeah, that, yeah, unnecessary. I don't give a fuck how much they paid you for. Yeah, yeah, and just to promote a, a show, a movie that's gonna be on Netflix. No, I'm not for that shit. Yeah, and I get it, is Dave Batista. You wanted to do something for him, whatever the case may be. He even was like, "Hey, bro, I don't give a shit to do with that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talk to Vince about this. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Um, but your whole job is to make me. Uh, want to watch get me invested in something and I can't do that so and to further notice I'm going to continue to just record watch later where I can fast forward through shit skip through shit and you probably going to be a mainstay at my ugly until further notice (laughs) this is just what that is because you're not doing anything that's getting me invested. And you're making, to me, this is what made uh, Drew McIntyre a bad champion, so to speak. He wasn't a bad champion. It was just a boring run. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're about to do the same thing with Bobby Lashley. It's not a bad champion, but he's about to have a boring run. Let's say you can pull off a Brock Lesnar match somehow, some way. Yeah. Unless they do something like that. And, I mean, you got... What's the next one coming up? SummerSlam? Is the next show? Next big uh, pay-per-view? In June, July, August? Yeah. Could you build up? Could you allow him to have the title that long? The way you're writing the story right now? I just don't believe in any champion. Yeah. <laughs> just what that is. The only champions that you had on your show that I believed in, and you took the titles off of them. With Shayna and Nia Jax. But I don't mind it because Tamina got a belt, so. I don't give a fuck. Damn. I honestly don't. Look, and I like Tamina. I really don't give a fuck. Damn. Because Damn. of who they tagged her with. If it was, if it was Billy Kay, <laughs> I would be invested in it. 
I would have been invested in this shit. But they trying to force me to be invested in this. And Natalia actually could have got the win, but then say, no, Tamina, hit her with your splash. And I don't know why the fuck Michael Cole keep calling it a frog splash. It's just a body splash. That's it. It's not a fucking frog splash. She's doing no kind of crunch in the air. <laughs> he said there's no movement to indicate. Yes. Any kind of frog is involved with this splash. Right. Um. But she hits that and then I'm just like, okay, so. I wonder why they don't say super fly splash. Like, why wouldn't they just give her dad props? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they want to stay away from him. No, because they, they acknowledge him. Okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah. I just don't know, man. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. But either way, I just... Yeah. Get me invested. That's all I ask for. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, do you have anything else to add, sir? No. All right, man. That'll be it for this week's episode of The Raw, The Bad, The Ugly. Be sure to check out 1515 Avenue and all of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Music, YouTube Music, or any other podcast platform you choose to use, like Stitcher or whatever the case may be. Um, and just type in 1515 and you'll find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurring the Truth. Um, also, click on the Amazon banner to go support the site. Um, we got Father's Day coming up. Jannard, finally. So, go ahead. Oh, get have I been ball. saying this? Yeah, get this ball here, cunt. Uh, wow! Uh, My bad. I hate that word! Okay. It's such a bad word! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can get this ball here, kind of uh, Father's Day gift. I mean, I'm great. I appreciate you greatly appreciate it. And with that said, it's me, Stroud the Pro. It's Miller, and we're out. You are now listening to the raw, the bad, and the ugly.